0: This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Orlando resort, hotel, or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on a Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a dolewhip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 110 for the week of November 29th, 2015. Hello and happy belated Thanksgiving. We hope everybody had a great time. Uh, with Thanksgiving, you know, if just a few days ago, a, few, a week ago, or wherever long it goes before you listen to the show, we hope everybody had a fun Thanksgiving. Uh, this week on the show, it's only Alan and myself. Keith is, unfortunately, as the time of recording is feeling well, so hopefully by by now he's feeling better. Keith, if you aren't, we hope you feel better soon. If you're feeling better, great, we're happy you're feeling better, but I'm sorry that you missed our show here today. But the show must go on as all other things in life. So today on the show, we're going to uh, talk to Alan about his most (laughs) recent trip report to Walt Disney World. Um, As the first time, you know, some of our previous recordings, a couple of times, Keith, uh, Alan and myself were live recording something and Alan and myself are actually skyping with video, so this is a little bit different here. So uh, sorry to go off on a little tangent, but uh, so it's kind of funny. But uh, but anyway, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Alan's most recent trip report. But first, we're gonna I'm going to send it over to Alan and talk about our newest iTunes review. Alan, take it away.
2: Thanks, Sean. Uh, we did get a new review on the 18th of November from Tessie, who says I really enjoy the dynamic of these three. Love the guests they have. You can tell they all love Disney. It shows through in this podcast. I look forward to my drive to work Monday because it means I get to listen to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Uh, so thank you to Tessie. That's uh, that's really nice that you look forward to listening to us every week. Uh, I question your judgment on that, but thank you for listening anyway. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we really do appreciate that. It means a lot to us that you, uh, that you took the time to leave us that rating and um, the kind words you said there. So we thank you for that. Uh, so that's our new review. And then also, before I throw it back over to Sean, uh, we did want to go ahead and put it out to our listeners that... Uh, we would love for you to call the Tiki Talk Hotline, uh, 256-469-8454, uh, and leave us your Disney Christmas memories. Uh, anything that you have, whether it's park-related or you know uh, maybe it's just family tradition to sit and watch you know, Mickey's Christmas Carol, whatever. Anything Disney-related that is a Christmas memory uh, is what we want you to call the Tiki Talk Hotline and leave that for us so we can play that on our Christmas episode, whatever... Sunday we drop that I don't know if we're dropping it on the 26th or are we going to drop it on the 19th.
0: Uh, it'll be beforehand
2: so the 19th and so that gives you roughly about three weeks to call in um, so please call in we really want to get a bunch of them uh, for the show so 256-469-8454 it doesn't have to be long or in-depth just anything Disney related that is your kind of a Christmas memory or Christmas tradition. Uh, please leave that for us we really really want to get that out on the show so that is all i have for the new itunes reviews and i'll stop begging for you to call the tiki talk hotline so sean back to you
0: all right alan uh, thanks for the review there and thanks for letting everybody know who and where to call so hopefully some people will contact us otherwise we're gonna be pretty lonely during christmas time so uh um, we appreciate that. So, uh, like I said before, we're going to talk about uh, Alan's trip report here. And it's going to be just like the one I did back in, I guess, October or so, or September. It's going to be fast pass, just pass, or standby version of the of this trip report to get a better idea so um really this show is all about alan like the last one was all about me so uh if you hate this show blame it on alan don't blame it on me and definitely don't blame it on keith actually you know what blame it on keith because he wasn't here so if it comes out terrible keith's the one who ruined it so uh that's keith at a chance to tiki talk if you want to message him
2: keith is the glue that holds us together
0: Yes, it is, and I think this is like one of the right. few times so, that there's only like two of us recording, so it's a little different.
2: Yeah, usually when one of us is missing, we we bring a guest on, so this is a little weird. Yeah, it is, but hopefully we hopefully we still you know have good dynamic together here.
0: Uh, but, but actually, before we do get to your trip report, um, we did get a voicemail in a Tiki Talk hotline a few weeks ago that we haven't had a chance to play yet. Uh, it's from the Moore family. I don't know. Uh, their contact on Twitter, but I'm actually playing it for everybody here today.
1: Hey, good evening, guys. This is the Moore family coming to you live from Disney World. Man, we we tried to time it right where we could get you guys on the phone right when we were coming down the uh, the, the waterfall here, um, I was Splash Mountain, but uh, I was like three seconds off and just held my breath. So anyway, we're having a great time. We're we're taking a lot of your suggestions and we're putting them news for The food's been great. The things you suggested are great. Uh, our oldest son, Bowman, uh, has Down syndrome, so we've been able to use the disability path there. That just straight the line on many of these rides, but just wanted to let you guys know that you've got an awesome show. I've been listening to you guys for the like last year and a half since I was at Disney World last time, and uh, you guys have got a lot of great tips, and I really enjoy the show just when I'm either in the garage working or traveling or whatever. I want to say thank you guys and keep up the good work, and we're going to continue to be faithful listeners. Y'all have a good one. See ya.
0: Well, first of all, thank you so much for calling to the uh Hotline. We do appreciate that. Secondly, I really appreciate that you're actually listening and taking some of our advice. Chances are it's probably more so my advice than it is Keith or Alan's. But, um, you know, because I'm the special one. Why here. is
2: that? Why is it your advice? Because I'm special. I'm but, special. Well, well. <laughs> you say so.
0: But I'm glad you guys had such a great trip. Um, you, know, you know, we try to dish out. I mean, we're, I mean, we're definitely very opinionated on anything that we do say, but we try to. At least we have three different opinions. A lot of it tends to agree for the most part. Um, at least two of us out of the three will agree most of the time. But um, it does give you a general idea of, of how to approach and travel Disney. You know, that's our idea, is trying to save you guys some money, save you guys some on waiting online. Um, so you get the, the most for your money in any way that we can. So we appreciate you calling in and, um, yeah, that would have been cool if you were coming down the, the, the slide there on Splash Mountain and, and calling that would have been incredible. Um, uh, but Splash Mountain is such a great, great ride. It's Alan's favorite ride. Uh, you know, it's top three for me, top four for me. Keith loves it as well. So, um, yeah, I'm glad you guys called and I'm just glad that you, your family has such a great time. So thanks for calling
2: in. Thank you for taking the time to you know give us that call on your trip. Uh, you know, it just shows it doesn't take very much time. So hopefully some more of our listeners will do that. But we appreciate you doing that. We're glad that you listened to the show, and we're glad that you uh, have enjoyed some of our suggestions. So thanks for doing that.
0: Yes, thank you. Um, so let's get into uh, the show now, Alan. Let's get uh, and talk all about you here. Let's talk about the good, which you know, the bad, and the ugly, which is fast pass, just pass, and standby. So um, let's talk about um your fast pass items the stuff that uh you know that was really good that you're excited about stuff that you do all over again um let's start with there fast pass
2: so let's start with the good stuff then okay um well the good stuff the fast pass i mean honestly the whole trip is a fast pass right we you know great we had a great time overall uh, you know disney is obviously it's all of our favorite places to be that's why we're That's why we do the show, and that's why we're we're part of this community. So it's it's easy to the easy answer is that you know uh, as a whole the the entire show was the fast sorry not the entire show the entire trip was the fast pass. Uh, But you know to be more specific, um, I was really really enjoyed Osborne Lights again. That that's the main reason we went. Uh, That's the reason we went. We weren't going to go this year. You know I've I've said that on the show in the past. Uh, We weren't going this year, but when we heard Osborne Lights was uh, Going to take its, you know, curtain call. We we said we've got to get down there one more time to see them. So we went down for that. That was the main reason we went, and it it didn't fail to disappoint. You know, as usual, the Osborne lights are are one of my favorite things. It's just such a great, uh, it's a it's a great presentation. It's a great environment. Everybody that goes back there, everybody's just enjoying themselves. I mean, it, you get caught up in those Christmas lights. You get caught up in the how over the top it is, but it's so great that the music's fantastic. The Even when the lights aren't dancing, when they're just, when it's just lit up, you know, between the dancing numbers, you know, and they play Christmas music, but the lights are just lit up and you walk around and uh, you're looking for the, the cat and you're looking for the Razorback and you're looking at all the little kind of subtle things that they throw in there, the, the, the hidden Mickeys if, that are there and, and just, you know, up in the window, there's... You know, there's a penguin and you know, little things like that 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 are just a lot of fun to, to walk around and look for. Uh, so the the Osborne lights are just such a fantastic attraction, and it's I, I hate that it's leaving. I'm sad to see it go. Uh, I, I expressed that on Twitter, and someone did you know respond with you know that they agreed that it was um, sad to see it go, but as good as it as good as Osborne lights is as a presentation it doesn't make up for the other 40 some odd weeks of the year where streets of america basically serves no purpose and i can't disagree with that i it, it completely makes sense and, and i've said it i you know I, I recognize the fact that you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet and you know star wars land or whatever they're going to call it uh, is going to be it's going to be amazing, right? so but we're gonna have to lose something that, that a lot of us enjoy which is which is sad but that's part of as part of it i guess um so that's okay um was there a sense else... of
0: anything you know different knowing that this is the last year did people did you get a, a a feeling from other people that knew that this was something special because it was the last year was there people talking about it at all
2: not really not that i noticed um you know, I mean, we ran on. Uh, obviously, we ran into Scott, you know, from Dixie Landings. And of course, we discussed, you know, we, we discussed it. But uh, for, from people around us, I didn't really get the impression that they necessarily knew that it was going to be the last year. And if they did, that wasn't necessarily their draw. I, okay. I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there were. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people. So I didn't interact with all of them. So I'm sure there were others like my wife and myself and Scott that were there, you know, because it's the last year but I don't think that was a big draw for a lot of people, at least not that I heard around me.
0: Okay. Uh, So what else was the Fast Pass?
2: Um, We also did the dessert party, the Merry and Bright dessert party during the Osborne Lights. And even though it rained, so you know, I I will say I was a little bit bummed out that it rained, so it wasn't... Normally they have it outdoors at the end of the street, kind of in the roundabout there in front of Lights Mm -hmm. Motors Action, but because of the rain, it was held... Um, that um, catering comp studio catering backlot okay yep uh, whatever it's called right backlot catering no backlot express no because yeah. that's up by Indiana Jones studio catering company okay, that's yep. where it was um so they had that under there so it was a little bit of a bummer that you you couldn't sit at your table and really enjoy the lights as much as you could if they had been in their normal place so that was a little bit of a bummer but you know it's the weather there's you know it is what it is there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, and I recognize, you know, that that is how they had to do it. Um, but avoiding that, I, I thought the dessert party was still a lot of fun. Uh, there were a lot of really good snacks. There were um, the, I mean, there were little rice crispy ball, uh, rice crispy treat balls that had been like dipped in chocolate with icing on them, and there were little mini eclairs that had been dipped in icing, so they looked like those old fashioned, you know, the old fashioned Christmas lights, like, the big bulbs. Yes,
0: aha huh see, yeah, that's I what they this, look like.
2: Right. Um, so you know, those were really good. They had these little. Chocolate cakes that had hazelnut truffles on the inside, and those were decadent. It it doesn't even begin to describe them. They were so rich, but they were delicious. Um, They had these little lemon curd treats that had raspberry, um, like a raspberry kind of a jam on top, and and they were good. Um, They had a little coconut dessert. Obviously, you all know I'm not a coconut fan, so I didn't try that one myself, Uh, but they looked good. What else was there? Geez, there was um what do fake?
0: they charge you for it
2: oh shoot i don't know um i don't remember what the charge was i'll, I'll look that up while i keep talking um was your booze available there was booze available yep. i getting there if you hadn't interrupted oh, okay i'm sorry well uh, you know there's,
0: <laughs> people are sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to find out you know how much does it cost and is there booze i'm you know i'm just
2: trying to help them out i gotcha i'm working on the cost <laughs> i can't exactly remember um let me pull up the email from when it was confirmed but so it was sixty nine dollars per person. So we paid 138 dollars for the two of us. Um, it had it had um, it started at about six forty five, and it ran until eight thirty. Well, the park closed at eight, but the party technically could have gone on until eight thirty. Um, and we were there a little after eight, but it had wound down. There really weren't very many people in there at that point in time. Um, but you know, it had all the desserts that I talked about, and there was a uh, there was an apple cobbler and a peach cobbler, and it was served with butter buttered popcorn gelato, which was remarkably good. And I don't like the buttered popcorn jelly belly jelly bean. I think it tastes like vomit. Um, yep. So I was a little apprehensive about it, but I tried it and it was it was actually quite tasty. It it had that popcorn flavor. And it tasted just like buttered popcorn that you would get, you know, if you go to the grocery store and get like the cheap bagged buttered popcorn, that's what it tasted like. But it was still kind of refreshing too, and it was good with that apple pie or the apple cobbler. Um, there were also, you know, unlimited bottles of water, unlimited cans of soda, unlimited. Um, I think they had hot chocolate and maybe there was coffee. I didn't look for coffee, but then there was also there were also four um, alcoholic beverages that you could have as much of as you wanted. Ooh! Um, and I had my I had my share. Um, definitely, I mean, I didn't get sloshed by any stretch, but I did. I did try all of them. Um, and I had more than one of one or of one of them uh, that was really surprisingly good. I, I didn't. I thought it would be the one I liked the least, but it turned out to be the one I liked the most because I had more than one. Um, there was uh, I can't remember the names of them now. I'm trying to look that up. Uh, uh, but there was one that was Rumchata on the rocks. I think oh, they called nice. that snowflake flurry, and I, that was my least favorite. Rumchata is just not my thing. Okay. I tried I like, it. Yeah. I had never had it before, so I so I was like, "Oh, right, I'll give it a shot." And it just wasn't for me. I, I don't. I like rum, and I like cream based drinks. You know, like mm-hmm. Baileys, things right. like that. Those are all fine, but together, it just it just wasn't. It just didn't sit with me. So I ended up not liking that one. Good grief! What else were there? Was there? Um...
0: So they're pretty much all like uh, Christmas based type drinks then.
2: Yeah, they were Christmassy drinks. Uh, There was one, the one that my wife enjoyed the most, uh, it it was apple cider, which they had said it was going to be hot apple cider. But when I was down there last week, it was close to 90 degrees and about 8 billion percent humidity (sighs) the whole time. So (laughs) they did not serve it warm. Um, They served, so it was cold apple cider and fireball whiskey. Right, yeah. um, And that one was actually surprisingly good. Got a little bit of a cinnamon there. It was really, yep. really good. Um, there was I, I one... do that.
0: I make that here from time to time. That's pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah, really good. Um, there was one that was hot chocolate, Bailey's Irish cream, and like white chocolate with a little peppermint candy cane in it. That's kind of oh, like cool. a swizzle stick, if you will. And that right. one was good. It was. We only kind of tried that one because it was hot chocolate, and, and like I just said, it was super hot, so we really weren't in the mood for that hot drink, but it was good when we tried it. Uh, but then the one I drank the most, which I was surprised that I would like it, because um, it has coconut rum in it. And I have never liked coconut rum. I think Malibu is disgusting, but they didn't use Malibu. They actually used, I don't remember what brand it was, but it was it was actually good coconut rum. Uh, but it was coconut rum and that toasted marshmallow stuff that they put in LeFou's brew.
0: Right, yeah, okay.
2: Had a little shot of that, and then had like pineapple juice, um, and it had marshmallows on top. So it was some Ooh, kind nice. of, mar- it was like a marshmallow the name had marshmallow in it. I can't remember now. You can, you can find it online. But um, that was probably my favorite. I had I had a couple of those. Well, that sounds really good. good. So even though it wasn't in the location where I would really, really have loved it, the party itself was still really good. The people were really nice. Um, you, know, you could come and go as you please. So we went in there and, and we got some some treats and some drinks, and we went back out. Uh, and then we went back in and, and got uh, got a couple more little treats and. Uh, you know, it's it's tough. Dessert party is tough to really feel like you got your money's worth in food because you can only eat so many desserts before you just start going, ugh, you know, it's, it's all so sweet. But I still felt like I got a good, you know, especially throwing in the alcoholic drinks, I was able to really feel. I felt like I got my money's worth overall. But I enjoyed it. I would do it, I would do it again. Uh, well, I don't but know. But you can't. Well, yeah, I can't. Uh, and so it's hard, but. I would do a dessert party again, let me put it that way. Maybe not all of them, it would depend, but I I enjoyed that. Uh, Other good things, other fast passes, uh, I got to ride Great Movie Ride um, with the new uh, Turner Classic Movie layover stuff. Um, I thought they did a good job with it. a lobby that show old movie posters and they change up and and they change uh, different movies. Uh, And There's also these where they have the props and the costumes, they have video screens that put trivia up that about the old movies and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we got into the, the theater part of the, the queue where you're watching the film. And uh, unfortunately, this is probably the only time I'll ever say this. We, we got to skip to the front of the line. Uh, we got up there and they said, how many we said party of two and they sent us all the way to the very front and they had a special place for, for parties of two. Um, so I only got to watch maybe five, not even five minutes, probably like two minutes of, of the film. But, um, you had the, the Turner Classic Movie guy, uh, Robert Osborne, I think his name is. Um, they had him talking uh, and, and introducing some clips, and uh, I did get to see the Ethan. No, you don't. They still have that. Oh, do they? Uh, yeah, they still have that in there. I was, I was excited when that popped up. I was like, Ethan, no, you don't. My wife looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, you don't <laughs> remember that from the last one? She's like, no. I was like, well, trust me, it was in the old one. I'm glad it's still there. Um, so I didn't get to watch a lot of. Of that movie, but the little bit I saw, like it looked like they did a good job with it. Um, and then when you ride the attraction now, um, spoiler alert! If anybody doesn't want to hear what happens, I'll give you five, four, three, two, one, zero. So now the cast member doesn't really do the spiel anymore. Um, Osborne talks. Um, the cast member talks a little bit. So the you know, so Osborne talks, and you know, here's here's Footlight Parade and. Uh, and then on the left is you know Gene Kelly dancing in the rain. and and then the cast member would say, like, uh, you know, a little tidbit or whatever. Um, but for the most part, the cast member really didn't talk as much. Osborne basically does the spiel now, uh, which is a little it's good, but it's also a little bit disappointing because uh, you know part of I mean, we've talked about part of the part of what makes great movie ride fun sometimes is is when a cast member' is really, really into it and really good. Um, they still do the the gangster scene so that's still the same uh, but Osborne Osborne kind of plays into that um, you know when the gangster hijacks the the vehicle Osborne's like gotta go bye, and, and <laughs> like pretends to leave or whatever which was funny any you know the, the attraction itself the uh, animatronics still need to be cleaned up some um, some of them weren't working the way they're supposed to yeah, that's pretty standard recently with Disney unfortunately uh, and then the final movie montage is has changed. And it's really good. I actually think it's better than the uh, the old one, so oh, I really enjoyed that.
0: So it's a plus then.
2: Yeah, definitely good. a plus overall. Um, you know, I think they did a good job with it. Some things aren't; they're not it's not exactly perfect, but right. overall, it's good. Good. Um, other than that, I mean, what else did I? You know, the standard stuff. Lapu Lapu is still delicious. Um, Victoria Falls mist at the Victoria Falls Lounge is still delicious. Um, Sanaa is still my spirit animal with the bread service and the butter chicken <laughs> I, still still my one of my favorite things to eat at walt disney world epcot still epcot i love it uh, you know even though you know, world showcase is still one of my favorite places to be and i could go on and on about the good stuff i mean you all know i tend to be on the i tend to look on the bright side of things so i can go on and on about the good stuff but those are the really big highlights that i can think of
0: all right so let's talk about the just past stuff that uh, didn't go so good
2: the Just Pass or the yep. Damn By?
0: Just Pass. Stuff that nah, wasn't great.
2: Because I thought Just Pass was the like terrible stuff.
0: Yeah. The terrible well, stuff.
2: Well, there's also like there's good, there's bad, and then there's terrible, right?
0: Yeah, the terrible stuff. Yeah, the bad stuff.
2: Okay. well, Whatever. So, bad stuff. I'm going to lead off with this. And this is not Disney. Um, I was there. I'm sure everybody saw on social media. There was the Monorail accident. Nobody was hurt. It was They had brought the monorail offline, so there were no guests on board, and they were testing the new system, and it, one of the monorail trains crashed into one of the monorail tow trucks or whatever they call them. So nobody was hurt. Everything's fine, and, and I mean, that stinks. That's a bummer, right, because you know, the monorail shutting down is, is a big deal. But that's not really – that's not what I'm upset about because that was obviously it was a fluke accident and nobody could have – nobody foresaw that happening. So that's not Disney's – that's not something I'm going to bust Disney on. Right. Um, but anyway, we were – so we were at Magic Kingdom when it happened um, and we were going back to dinner. Oh, there's another good thing. Kona, the sushi at Kona Island, stellar. Is really it? Really good food. Yeah. Yeah. We're, really we're, good.
0: We're looking to uh, try that when we're
2: there in uh, May get there early okay because um, there, there's not very many seats there's i think four seats at the sushi bar and then along the window there were four eight ten seats okay um so we got there about five o'clock like we planned to eat early um and we got a seat but the, it there was a family of four uh there were four like Twenty-some-year-old kids at the sushi bar. There was a family of four, my wife and I, and then another family of four on the window, and that, and that was it. And there were people oh, wow. waiting for our seats. So if you want to do that, get there. I mean, I would recommend getting there no later than six o'clock. And then you're if you're there at six, you're pushing it probably okay. to be oh, honest, because there's no seats. Right. There's no seats, and that's. But anyway, that was that was really good sushi, um, and you can get lapu lapu there. So mm, that's where I have lapu lapu. Um, anyway, going back to it, so we. Uh, we got over to, to Poly. We ended up taking the... We had to take the ferry across to the TTC. Uh, and then we walked to the Poly from the TTC. Okay. Because that was... Uh, the, 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 the lines for the launches were ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and so then we were going back to Magic Kingdom because we were going to shut the park down. So from the Poly, we decided, all right, we're just going to... We'll take the launch because, you know, whatever. The, the monorails were down completely. Like, they shut the entire monorail line down, all of them. And the line was insanely long and that again I'm not even going to say that the bad was Disney what the bad was is the entitlement that people have when they're at Disney World blows my mind oh yeah and if this is you not you Sean but if this is you as a listener who feel like it has to be perfect and if it's not perfect then you're entitled to some kind of compensatory you know, adjustment and block, you know, no, get over yourself because that is ridiculous. The people around us, you would have thought that Armageddon was upon us because the line <laughs> for the launch was so long. Right. And it was, and, and the boats are, you know, people are leaving magic kingdom and, uh, the grand Floridian and the Polly share a boat. Now we had actually yep. walked from the Polly to the grand Floridian, not because we were thinking it was going to be better. We just wanted to go see the grand Floridian and see the gingerbread house so then we were catching the boat from there. So you've got you know boats full of people coming from the Magic Kingdom. And you know, maybe half of them get off at the Grand Floridian. And then they let some people on, but they can't fill the boat up because they know that there's going to be people at the poly who also need to get on the right, boat. Right, exactly. So they you know they they try to they're trying to be as they're doing the best they can in a bad situation. Right. The monorail crashed, nobody saw that coming. And now everybody's scrambling to try to recover. They're doing the best they can, but you would have thought the people, the people behind me, <laughs> I just you know, it's one thing if it was the kids. The kids were complaining a little bit, and I get it; they're kids, and and they, you know, kids, kids don't know better sometimes. Right. Now, yep. if you got good parents, kids know better, and that's another story. But kids don't know better a lot of times. But the parents were just feeding into it, and this is ridiculous, and this is the this is terrible. I can't. Disney needs to do something about this. If the monorail's down, then they need to offer other services to get you to and for. And like I said, you would have thought that Armageddon was raining down on central Florida. The way the people around us were acting like what is the big, what is your big major malfunction that you feel like this was like, they did you some kind of wrong right. by the fact that the monorail had an accident <laughs> And you had to wait in, God forbid, a line at Disney World because that doesn't happen ever at Walt Disney World. You had to wait for something. But the, the entitlement that people had, it really got under my skin. And I would just, I'm not the type of person who's going to say something. And so I didn't because that's just not my style. But I really, really wanted to just turn it into, Like, who do you think you are? Like, you're just because you're staying at the Grand Floridian does not entitle you to front of the line everywhere. And, I will tell you that I did get a little bit of, for lack of a better word, satisfaction, because we waited. The boat was taken forever. The boat finally comes. They let anyone off that was getting off. And they start bringing, you know, the line starts moving. They're loading the boat. They're loading the boat. We're fifth, fourth and fifth in line. And uh, the the first mate says, how many in your party? And the, the party in front of us say three. Come on, come on. How many in your party? We say two. Mate says, come on, come on. Cuts the line off right there. (laughs) So, the people that were behind us were the ones that were really, really vocally just getting on my nerves and complaining really, really loudly. And they had to wait for the next boat. Um, So, I got a really good sense of enjoyment out of that. Um, So, yeah. I hope those people aren't uh, listeners to the show. But if you are, you should be ashamed of the way you are acting, to be perfectly honest.
0: So, you want to just pass people?
2: No, but... I mean, I know that doesn't really fit um, because it's not something that I would, you know, that Disney could have done better, but I just, I wanted to get that off my chest because it really bothered me. Things that I didn't like, I mean, you know, as always, you know, some of the animatronics weren't working on some of the attractions and that stinks. I mean, there really wasn't, I mean, because we were only there for like (laughs) 72 hours. Right, exactly. You know, we, we got there at about four o'clock on Tuesday and we left about two o'clock on Friday. So we were literally there for like 70 hours. Right. Um, you know, and going and sleeping and whatnot. You know, the weather was terrible, but I'm not going to, you know, what's Disney going to do about that? They can't, they can't help that it. it was.
0: They could just build a 90, dome.
2: 90 degrees and in insane humidity. Right. Uh, that was, that really was probably the worst. Weather-wise, that was the worst trip I've been on in a long time. Really, not Disney's fault; it's just luck of the draw. But it was just—you were swimming through the air. It was so muggy, so humid. It was just—and I mean, I'm from North Carolina. I'm used to hot summers. I'm used to humidity, and it is what it is. And you just—but it's never—it's never good. It's never easy to deal with. And you know, you—you get. You, you take you get on an attraction with a that's like a long one, and so you finally get cooled down, only to walk back outside and instantly everything's sticky. You know, your hands are sticky, your arms are sticky. That's no good. It's just gross. I mean, that was a bummer. So it's we'll go Disney's to your fault.
0: So we'll go to your standby since uh, pretty much everything was good for you.
2: Yeah, everything was pretty good. I, you know, nothing. There was really not a lot of bad things, and like I say, I guess I tend to be on the look on the bright side kind of a guy, but. Let's see. They were doing a lot of um, it's a lot of construction, not construction necessarily. I mean, but at the at the resorts, Animal Kingdom, they were doing a lot of painting, and uh, they were doing a lot of work at Grand Floridian. So there was a lot of scaffolding everywhere, and I'm not going to complain about that because you've got to put that up for that work to get done. But it does right. it does take away a little bit from your view. Um, ooh, the hub, the new hub at Magic Kingdom, is spectacular, isn't it? It is so beautiful. amazing. Yeah. It, uh, it's it's absolutely beautiful. It completely fits. You know, I don't feel like it's like an eyesore or at a nope, place. Not it, at all. it fits the flow and it makes the flow through there so much easier. Um, did you
0: see anybody laying on the grass, the faux grass Yes. There? What I do you did. what do you think of that?
2: <laughs> I thought it was weird, but Yeah, isn't really that weird?
0: Isn't it the weirdest thing when you see somebody doing that? I thought that
2: was odd <laughs> to just see someone laying down, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, there's a bad thing. So traffic flow is still even though the hub is really nice
0: it makes it a, it's an improvement for sure it is
2: an improvement it is better yeah. than it used to be oh, but yeah. it is still terrible we were at magic kingdom on wednesday night um and we they had extra magic hours so they showed you know main street electric parade and then they did uh was it celebrate the magic the the castle not the lighting but where they they put the pictures on the castle is that celebrate the magic i think it's called. yeah the. Uh...
0: The laser, sh- the projection show, I forget what the it's The
2: projection called. show, yeah. yeah. So they do the projection show and then they did wishes and then they did, they were going to do the, the on and else, the lighting of the castle, which is what All we right. wanted to see. We, we didn't care about mainstream Alexa parade. I love that parade. So I'm not, you know, it's not that I don't like it, but we didn't care about seeing it. I didn't care about seeing it, celebrate the magic, which is a great show, but I, you know, I, I wasn't that up, whatever about it, but I did want to see the castle lighting. Um, but as soon as the fireworks were done, you know, most people are leaving and that's fine, but it's just, it's, you, you just don't, you, you stand there. You can't yeah. go anywhere. It's, it sucks. And they've got that whole brand new, like, they opened backstage behind Main Street. So you yep. could leave that way. And, like, nobody wants to go that way. Like, force people that way. This is exactly. to force people that way and get that stuff off of Main Street. Cause we were just trying to kind of get up towards the hub so that we could you know see the the castle lighting and, and we just you couldn't move and it it they re, it, they need to do something better they need to do better there i don't know how I you know i don't know but getting people out of that park at night is crazy um the buses <laughs> i told my wife we were we were kind of griping about the buses a little bit and i said you know what i'm never going to gripe about a bus again cuz I had to ride the bus from New Jersey to New York City. <laughs> and <laughs> that <laughs> and the oh, buses God, at Disney yeah. are golden compared <laughs> to that. It's I mean, if there was no traffic it would take like 20 minutes to get from your house to New York City and it was taking us like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Maybe not really 20 minutes, I don't know, but well, probably it, not from
0: where much we were it's bit. like a 25 minute bus ride and it was like 2 hours the one
2: day. Yeah. So I was like, I'm never going to complain about Disney buses again because I've taken New Jersey area transit. (laughs) It's so true, really,
0: if you think about it that way. Uh,
2: But the buses are, you know, they still struggle with, you know, hey, look, there's the Epcot bus pulling away. And now it worked out for us, we were going to Epcot after the Osborne lights um, for extra magic hours at Epcot. And we walk up. The Epcot bus pulls away. It pulls away, and then like two buses later is another Epcot bus. And it's like, oh yeah, I hate when that happens. Yeah, and it worked out for us because right. that's the bus we wanted. Fantastic. But you still look at it and go, how was that? Like, how does that work? Like, right. How do you not know that an Epcot bus just left? You probably don't need another one. We were the only people in line to go to Epcot. Right. They didn't need another Epcot bus. Uh, and and we didn't. Uh, we had our car, so we didn't really take the bus a lot. But we noticed it when we were. You know, when we were looking at the bus stops and just saying, you know, look, there's like two Disney Springs buses in a row. We, we took the bus from Jombo to Kidani. Um, so you have to catch the Disney Springs bus. And it was like Magic Kingdom bus, Magic Kingdom bus, Epcot bus, <laughs> Epcot <laughs> bus. And there's Disney Springs bus. And, you know, it, it wasn't a terrible wait. So it's not like we were waiting forever for the Disney Springs bus to come. But when you see the same bus come through kind of back to back, and it's one thing if a Magic Kingdom bus left and there were still 15, 20 people that needed right. to go to Magic yep. Kingdom, then you go, all right, they need to bring another bus out. But that wasn't the case. Uh, so I just find it odd. I, I always have found it odd with the way the buses just, you know, I, mean, I don't know how that stuff works, but it, they sure don't either, apparently, because no, they can't not. get it timed right. That's about all I can think of. I mean, I could come up with a bunch more good stuff because, I, I mean, there was a lot of good things
0: um so let's talk about uh, animal kingdom you've um it's the first time you've ever stayed there right at, the, at kadani
2: no we stayed at Jambo. i've oh, stayed, you stayed at kadani before because uh, we own at kadani so we've stayed at kadani right, yeah, before so this is the first time we stayed at jambo um and i mean we've been to jambo obviously because we've eaten there and, and visited there but we never stayed there it's it's great the lobby is fantastic um our room was really really good we paid it was we got the Value Studio, which is the cheapest, basically the cheapest room. There's only a handful of them. Uh, it's basically old rooms that are, that they kind of turned into studios, so they're not really true DVC Studios. but they yeah, they're are.
0: three feet shorter, I believe.
2: Yeah, they're a little bit smaller, and you can tell in can the you? corner, you know, they always have the table and the two chairs, you know, right. in the corner of the room. Yeah, if you wanted to sit at that table, good luck, man. You're, not, you're <laughs> not pulling that chair out. My big butt's not sitting at that table, that's for sure. Somebody skinny might be able to slide in there, but, <laughs> but you know, so you notice it, but it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. We, had a, we had a great view. We had a view of the swimming pool for nine points a night. Yeah, you can't Get beat that.
0: No, you no, can't beat
2: that at all. We a great view. Uh, we were p- pretty close to the lobby, um, pretty close to the, there was an elevator right outside our door um, that went, you know, not to the lobby, but it went. All the way down to the first floor, which is where you go to like Mara, which is the quick service to get your drinks and stuff. So I, I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, for resort itself, it's probably my favorite resort. Uh, I start throwing in, you know, other things like location and amenities and kind of, well, not amenities because Animal Kingdom Lodge has great amenities. But you start throwing in location, I start thinking of, of other resorts that I prefer. But I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. I love the animals. I love the feel. I love the smell when you walk in. To that resort, and you know, Sana Kadani or Jumbo, or I'm sorry, Jiko and Boma at Jumbo House, just smells so good when you walk in there. The cast members are always really, really nice, and I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's it's a great resort. I highly recommend Animal Kingdom Lodge.
0: Good. So, let's talk about Downtown Disney Springs. I haven't been there yet, and Keith hasn't been there yet, and uh, you went down there for a little while,
2: right? We did on Friday. Uh, we went down to Disney Springs that morning, um, and to do a little bit of looking around and shopping, just to see it, and also to kind of just poke around the stores. And we got lunch, and we got on the road. It's really nice. I mean, the stuff they've done so far—the um, the parking lot, the or the parking uh, garage—it's garage. it's really nice uh, when you're coming down from Disney and towards Disney Springs, you know, Disney Springs is going to be on your left. Typhoon Lagoons on your right. Instead of going up and you go through those like three or four stoplights and you're always backed up trying to right. turn left into Disney Springs. Now they have like an off ramp to the right that goes up and then you go over that road okay. and you can either go down into a parking lot to the left, which is way down there by um like towards the, to the left of La Nuba Or right. the parking garage is right there. And you get on the parking garage and it, I don't know how accurate it is, um how accurate it is, but it tells you, you know, there's, there's 150 spots left on level one and 100 spots left on level two, and, and then when you get on the level, so we went down to level one, and it was like there's one parking spot left on this row and there's three left on this row, and it. That's cool. Tell, I mean, there's these little digital signs. I don't know how accurate they are. It's they're accurate. Really accurate. Yeah,
0: they're pretty accurate because they have sensors on um, each spot, so know when a car is yeah. in there.
2: But it was really, I mean, it's really, really easy to get in and out of there now. It's a lot easier to get in and out. It's a lot easier to find a parking spot. Um, The new stuff is beautiful. Uh, Morimoto's is beautiful from the outside. The storefronts are all beautiful there. uh, Kind of where the uh, um, Paradiso, uh, Raglan Road, all that area, that that old Pleasure Island area. The storefronts are really nice. The boathouse, it looks really fun. Jock Lindsay's looks really fun. We didn't get to check any of those out on this trip, but we will on a future trip. Um, there's a ton of construction still going on and you can kind of see over the walls and through the walls, through the screens and stuff. And it's going to be really amazing when it's done. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to call it a fifth gate. You know, we talked about that on a previous episode, right. but I do think it's going to be a destination. I mean, I know for us, for my wife and I, I mean, we like to go to good restaurants. That's um, definitely going to be a destination for us to try some of these new restaurants like Morimoto Asia um, or the boathouse uh, I think there's one or two um, STK right. the New steakhouse yeah, New steakhouse yep. um, looks really cool. The pictures look really cool. Um, I think there's at least one more kind of fine dining restaurant. That's going to be opening at Disney Springs. Um, the new walkways are really, really nice. Um, they open up that flow a little bit better. So you don't have everybody trying to go around by world of Disney and by right. the co-op store. You can cross the other way. Um, They've done a really good job down there, and I think it's going to be really, really nice when it's done. I'm actually – I'm probably looking more forward to it now than I was. Good. I mean, yeah, it's still just a shopping destination. I get that, but I think it's going to be really nice.
0: Did you eat any? Did you grab a sandwich to go?
2: Oh, yeah. We got two. (laughs) We (laughs) ate lunch at Earl of Sandwich, and then we got one to go. Nice. (laughs) uh, For the car ride, I ate it somewhere in South Carolina on the road (laughs) because we didn't want to stop on the way home, so we got – we got two sandwiches, and we ate one there, and ate one on the road. And, cool. Yeah, you know, new, 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 uh, new mugs for those that are into that sort of thing. They do have new mug designs now for the for your resort mugs. Um, so we got some of those because I like to drink out of those at the house. Um, so anytime there's a new design, we usually get those. Harambe Market looks really nice. Uh, still a lot of work going on over at um, Pandora. Uh, the float, the first floating mountain is up. I know everybody's probably seen that online, so but we saw that in person. It was kind of cool. A lot of work going on down by in Asia for Rivers of Light. Looks like they're putting in like a big, uh, kind of like amphitheater looking thing okay. on one side of the river. Uh, this that, is what it looked like. I don't know. We'll see. I guess. But okay, cool. That's about all I can think of off the top of my head. We Had a great time. We Good. always have a great time. You know, it's not perfect. Couple minor things wrong with our room that I'm going to email Disney about. Not because it ruined my trip, but just because they need to know. I mean, right. I pay dues to keep those things fixed, so I need—they need to know that something's broken in, in order to fix it. So I'm going to take care of that, or at least alert them, so that hopefully they'll take care of it for the next guest. But other than that, we had a great time, as always. Every sure. Disney trip's a great trip.
0: So uh, the, the last question I have is: Do you have your next trip planned?
2: Not officially yet. Um, We are outside of our booking window, but we will probably go wine and dine half marathon 2016. I have a goal to run that as does my wife. Um, So we will probably be down there that month. Um, I don't know the dates off the top of my head. I think the race is the fifth. I believe so. It's that first Saturday of November. So that's yeah, you know, the night of the fifth. So we'll probably right. check in November the fourth, which is that Friday, and we'll probably stay through the thirteenth or so, which is the following Sunday. That's tentatively our next okay. trip, the fourth of the thirteenth. So that means technically we can book not this Friday, but next Friday right. we could book because we'll be eleven months out. Yep. Um, we'll book. Well, we will book eleven months out at our home resort just so we have that. Uh, but we're gonna try for the Grand Floridian my wife really wants to stay at the, oh, okay. the villas at Grand Floridian so we're going to try for the Grand Floridian well we'll probably what we, what we really want to do is do a split stay so do Saratoga for the first like two or three nights because right. that's a um, that's a, a partner hotel with run Disney gotcha. so they provide bus transportation to the starting line okay. and that's really really nice to have we've yeah. had that for the Tower of Terror race so otherwise you got to go to Wide World of Sports and then they bus you over gotcha Um, So we're probably, our goal is to do like Friday night and Saturday night at Saratoga and then check in at the Grand Floridian on Sunday and stay there for the rest of the trip. Uh, If we can't get there, we'll try to do Bay Lake Tower. But me or DVC, you know, sometimes it's not easy to get at seven months. Right, exactly. We may end up staying at uh, Savannah View at Kidani Village, which by no means is that, you know, (laughs) it's not a big uh, letdown if that's what happens. Right. All right, good.
0: I think that's pretty much it.
2: Well, that's going to do it for this week, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. And if you're going to be at Disney World anytime soon and you've you've already got those magic bands, but they're kind of boring. Red, orange, blue, green, not the elusive purple, but you want to jazz those up a little bit, check out MyFantasyBands.com where you can get a customized... A cover for your magic Bands. So you can get whatever you basically whatever you want i imagine um maybe not whatever you want but there's a ton of selections on there and you can get 20 percent off with the code enchanted tiki talk 20 that's enchanted tiki talk 20 will get you 20 percent off at my fantasy bands.com be sure to let us know what you thought of the show you can comment in the notes over at enchanted tiki com. you can email us at podcast at enchanted dot com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. It's 256-469-8454. Remember to call us on the Tiki Talk hotline and leave us your Disney Christmas memories. Uh, please like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. And lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at 1MinuteDisneyDream. That's one min Disney Dream and mouseworldvacations.com.
2: And you can find Keith uh, on basically all social media. He is at Dole Whip Daily. That's going to be Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. That's probably it. Yep. Uh, but also Dole dot um, com. I think he still has that blog up. Or did he shut that down? Well, he still has it. Oh, well, go check it out then. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Norman Bates. Uh, that's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number 8, and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.
0: Hello? Oh, that's terrible. Wow, that's really bad. <laughs>
2: <He's>... <laughs> You sound like <laughs> I sound like what? You sound like your your voice is really high, like you like took in a big gulp of helium. Really? Yeah. In addition to the fact that it's all like
0: staticky. Yeah, like you sound like you're just getting like this really space echo when you talk, and it's like chopping up every like half a second. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what yours is, but. It, but your voice is coming across like you got, like you took like helium. Oh, that's funny. So, so you got this really high voice like this, like a staticky. It's really funny. Uh.